0: too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30.
1: You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Tajay Spears, two-lane running back, up at number four here. He popped because... You know, there just there has there have been a bunch of times where he either caught the ball out of the backfield or got a carry and he's just accelerating past the line of scrimmage and making plays. The knock on Spears was his size because he was listed at 195, but he came in and weighed in at the senior ball at 204, which is a huge improvement. Like, you know, anywhere under two ten still is a bit undersized, but he can still make an impact at two oh four. He's a versatile back, he's very good in the run game, he packs a punch His yards after contact was extremely impressive for any running back, yet alone a smaller one. Uh, He was top two or top three the past couple of years in that category uh, in terms of yards after contact on a per carry basis among qualifying running backs with large workloads like he had. Um, He was also up there in misforced tackles as well. So you know those are the two main efficiency metrics I look for in running backs as far as the run game goes, and he checks both boxes. He can catch the ball out of the backfield, you know, he showed some efficiency there as well on a per route basis. So we'll see where he ends up. You know, I can see him potentially, you know, maybe Javante Williams getting a f- his faster Michael Carter in Denver <laughs> with Sean Payton. I think that could be Tajay Spears. At number five, I have BYU wide receiver Puka Nakua. Puka might have been higher on this list if he continued to practice this week, but after his big day one of practice, he called it. And, you know, I don't think he had an injury or anything. I'm just speculating, but I'm assuming his agent or manager called it after the big day he had on day one. You know, Alec Pierce did the same thing last year at the Super Bowl. After a great day one, they just said, okay, I think that'll be it. And, you know, it makes sense. You know, why risk injury if you already kind of proved that you can do your thing? Uh, on that first day of practice, though, you know, Puka was getting all the targets. He was getting open a ton. He was basically making every catch thrown his way and all different type of catches too against man against zone contested catches. He basically put together like a highlight reel on day one in practice with all all the plays that he made Uh, and he played, you know, honestly, he made more plays in day one of practice than most of these wide receivers made all three days combined plus the game. Uh, And I mentioned this earlier this week on my video on my Instagram, you know, he was banged up last year and he still got it done. Out of 200 wide receivers with 50 or more targets last year, Puka was second among those 200 wide receivers in yards per route run. And it wasn't a fluke because the year before that, in 2021, he was sixth out of 200 wide receivers in that same category. So the dude is productive and he is efficient. I have Georgia running back Kenny McIntosh at number six. He could be the best pass catching running back in this draft. He didn't pop off the page by any means, but he just looks smooth. In every drill, he knew what he was doing. His pass blocking was one of the best, if not the best there among the running backs. He also showed vision, picking the right holes in practice, that sort of thing. He caught over 40 balls and went over 500 yards receiving just last year alone at Georgia. And that's on top of his 800 yards rushing. And then the efficiency was there as well on a you know relatively large receiving workload for a college running back number one in yards per route run among all power five running backs with at least 40 targets last year and then the year before in 2021 he was third in yards per route run among the 46 power five running backs with at least 25 targets so he 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 has the the chops in the receiving game he's also solid in the run game he had 800 yards rushing on the ground this year i i compared him to rashad white a little bit in terms of skill set you know because you know you know, you're kind of solid in the run game, very good in the receiving game, chance to be elite in the receiving game. Uh, one thing to keep in mind, Kenny did it on at a higher level of competition than Rashad White. So Kenny has, you know, a, a chance of being better than Rashad White. And, you know, based on Rashad's White, Rashad White's rookie year, you'd hope so.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
1: he's here at number seven he really came on towards the end of the week um you know he was good enough on day three of practice to the point where you know wicks didn't even have to play on the game and you know somebody let me know that he left um you know on thursday so he didn't even he wasn't even there on saturday so the thing about wicks is that he played in such a shitty passing environment at virginia this year um but the year before he absolutely flourished you know in twenty twenty one. There were 78 FBS wide receivers who had 90 or more targets. He was first in yards per reception, and he was 16 yards per route run. First day of practice, he didn't do much, you know. But then he started separating from corners, you know, straight up started making plays. Uh, did great work in the red zone drills. Did great work in one on ones, and you know he was a main target during scrimmages. He definitely popped on day three, so something to keep an eye on. Iowa State wide receiver Xavier Hutchinson at number eight. I'm really curious as to how he'll be used in the NFL. You know he mostly he, he played mostly perimeter, uh, in college. I can see him being more of a slot wide receiver, at the next level. Like he's a, he's a bigger guy. Um, not sure if he profiles as an X though. You know he is strong at the catch point. You know he does have some after the catch ability, but he wasn't separating a ton against press coverage this week. You know what he did do was display solid route running ability towards the end of the week. He definitely made plays during scrimmage, especially towards the end of the week. I, I think it was a net positive, for Hutchinson. Uh, for the most part, uh, you know, now if if you look at what he did last season, 20 power five wide receivers had 100 or more targets last year. He was fifth among them in yards per route run. Uh, he caught 107 passes this year, 83 the year before. You know, you think, you know, with that many receptions, he'd have more receiving yards. But that wasn't just the case for him, like shorter yards per catch kind of guy. I think intermediate routes is his game, which is why I, I think he would be better, you know, on playing on the inside.
0: 2400 Sports is an odyssey company.